episode of my podcast, Daily Chase, Search for Truth. Man, I'm, uh, I'm really, really excited to be here. So thank you for, for coming. This has been a, a while in the making. For those of you who don't know, uh, I released a book last year called Spiritual Gangsta, Search for Truth. Basically, in a nutshell, it talked about my journey from, from boyhood to today, from being, you know, a, uh, a searching young man in small town Florida through my college days in North Carolina and then, and then moving out to LA and starting this journey of becoming you know, a professional actor, big time famous uh, TV celebrity. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I just want to kind of lay out the outline, if you will, for, for what the podcast is going to be by truth. I, I talk about this in the preface of the book. You know, search for truth is digging for that thing, that thing inside all of us that that connects us. I, I call it the human connection in the book. You know, I talk about whether whether it's a sports thing and it, and it feels like your heart is stuck in your throat, or or you're an actor and, and you're going into an audition that's that's gonna you know take you from a, basically a waiter to a famous movie star and you can't remember your first line. So those are the kind of moments that I want to address and, and talk about here. I reference them in, in the book and, and kind of take you on the last 20 years of me navigating the, the waters out here. And so, yeah, here we go. Uh, I, I do want to give some recognition. Here we are. It's, it's just a couple of days before Thanksgiving, even though this is not, you're not going to hear this live and, and um, you know, feeling very grateful this week, feeling very humbled. There's this whole movement out here. You know, I live in, in L.A., and, and there's this L.A. together. It started in Thousand Oaks with, with the mass shooting, and then we had all the fires. We still have the fires going on out here. This podcast and, and Search for Truth, it's about finding the positive. There's a lot of noise out there right now, a lot of divisiveness, a lot of ugly politics, people just trying to... Um, Push their agendas forward by creating division, and this is the antithesis of that. This is a podcast. It's a safe forum for people to come together and find out what connects us, what brings us together, and putting a positive message out that way. And those are the people I'm looking to attract here. To go back to the fires, I mean, if you're going to find something positive out of out of a negative, it's really drawn the community together, which is really nice, especially in a city like LA, which which tends to be very fractured. A lot of us are, are self-involved out here, extremely focused on our careers. 
and have some moral ambiguity, you know, doing whatever it takes to get what it is that they want. You know, I'm not here to judge people, but that's not my path. That's not my way. And it really puts the wind back in my sails, so to speak, when, when I see people uh, being selfless and doing kindness for one another. The last time I actually felt this out here in LA was, was after 9-11 and obviously a long way away from New York, but there's a certain connection between the two cities, East Coast, West Coast, kind of the, the yin to the yang. I'm feeling that again today. It, it gives me hope and inspires me to, to move forward with this podcast. So thank you again for being here. Let's jump right in. I'm an actor of like 20 years now, done uh, you know, a number of shows and, and some good movies and uh, actually just had one come out on, on Amazon and, and iTunes and, and places like that. It's called Shoelaces for Christmas. It's a very family-friendly movie. Not the normal kind of thing that I do, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited to watch it with my kids. It just came out, so uh, if you're interested, you could get your uh, Bailey Chase fix with Shoelaces for Christmas and my Search for Truth podcast, and uh, I guess you could hit the trifecta if you haven't already read the book. You could pick up a copy of Spiritual Gangster Search for Truth as well. That's who I am. Um, I'm a dad now. I've got three little kids, four, two, and two. Twins are boy, girl, and uh, a four-year-old girl is, uh, she's pretty awesome. Um, they're all at preschool right now. It's their last day of school before we split for uh, the holiday. Okay, I, I want to talk a little bit about success and results. And sure, it's really easy to be happy <laughs> and, and feel good about yourself when you're getting the results that you want, when you're having a lot of success in life. And, and that's great. You know, you, you should take that feeling. You should bottle it. You should keep it off to the side because, you know, especially in, in my business, the, the highs are really high, but the lows can be really low. And so what I've done over the last couple of decades so I've, I've picked up some tools, right? So I have a little toolbox that I like to break into when I'm not having the success or getting the results that I want to. And um, one thing I talk about in the book is witness consciousness. And that's a little meditative technique where you can basically remove yourself, remove the emotion from the equation and see the situation for what it truly is and what is actually happening. So that's witness consciousness. That's something we'll be talking about on the podcast. If you need a better description, you could reference the book. I'm sure I do a much better job in there. And then the other thing is, you know, we, we can't always control what is happening to us and the results. Frequently, we, we can't. All we can do is control ourselves. We can control our actions we can control how we react to things, and we can be conscious of our emotions. The emotions are going to come and go. What we can control is which ones to act on and not to act on. And we can only do that by being conscious of what's actually happening. There's another podcast that I want to reference. It's called Art of Charm. I like it a lot. I mean, I've, I've listened to, I don't know, man, probably going on 10, 10 episodes of theirs. And just a couple guys that, you know, that they seem very off the cuff, but also organized in terms of what they want to talk about and getting their messaging through. And the last podcast I, I heard them talk about is it focused on journaling. 
And I think that's a that's a great thing. That's something I did when I was younger. Uh, it's a little trickier now with the little ones, especially when they're home. Life happens, right? There's that joke: if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, and then you know, boom. <laughs> um, but but with journaling, if you have the luxury to do that, you basically create the time and the space. You get some alone time. You go away, and you you know you don't judge your thoughts. You what you're feeling, your your emotions, what's going on in your life, you just start writing, just start writing and writing. And then you do that for, you know, whether it's once a week, once a day, if you can, and then you can go back and you can look at that. And then you can, you know, start to become conscious of the patterns. And you might have some great patterns that you want to be conscious of. So then you can repeat them on command, or you might see some negative patterns, which are self-destructive and they're getting in the way of the results and the success, not only that you want, but that you deserve. So I think journaling is is also another great technique that you can use to just become conscious of the patterns in your life. My favorite quote from Tony Robbins, it's it's like of all the, the things that I have picked up from him, I mean, you know, some people love him, some people, you know, judge him, but uh, Tony brings a lot of energy all the time. And my favorite quote from him is ask yourself, why is this happening for me, not to me? If something happens in, in your life and you're like, why is this happening to me? It puts you in a weaker position, basically the victim. Whereas if you ask yourself, why is this happening for me? It's empowering. It makes you feel strong. So that's a great quote to be conscious of. And then I also wanted to talk about Oprah. I, I researched Oprah a lot when I was writing the book. I don't know. I was like a crazy man. I was working on this show in Atlanta and I had this deadline and I was like, oh, I, I need, you know, more content. I need, I need more. I, di I didn't know if my story was enough and it is, but I was looking for some outside help. And uh, I, my favorite thing that I picked up from Oprah is about manifestation. She basically said, you know, you need to see it, you need to feel it, and then you need to believe it. Because if you don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe it. So number one, you need to have that belief in yourself and then you own that belief and then you set that out into the world and then everything else takes care of itself. See it, feel it, believe it. That to me is the kind of trick in manifesting the life that you want. There's no magic pill. All the answers are within us. We're not going to get it out there. Sure, we can get some coaches and some people that, that we you know look to for outside advice. I, I read a lot of Deepak Chopra. I reference him in the book. Big fan of Muhammad Ali and everything that he did. Obviously, you know, not just in the ring, but outside of the ring. And I take all of that and, you know, I, I wake up every day. There's always going to be some stuff. You're always maybe going to want more out of life. You're going to want more. I know I have a great life out here. I have a beautiful family. I have a really nice home. My career has just, I mean, you know, I don't even know what the percentage of actors that make a living being an actor might be. It's less than 1%. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But so I've had this really nice career, but, but trust me, there's, there's more. I'm an ambitious dude. You know, I feel like in life, what I need to be doing right now is focusing on this, being a positive role model, being there for my kids. Parenting is, you know, it might sound cliche, but it, it is such an important job. It's my number one job. And then after that, I believe everything else will take care of itself. Keep your head above water, but don't forget to breathe. 
Okay, cool. So I want to talk a little bit about, I've done some Facebook Live, so if you want to check that out, I have a couple pages. One's like my main fan page, which is pretty much just about my, my acting career. And then I started another one for the book. It's a spiritual G book. That gets a lot more into the personal side of me. And I've asked people to, to write there to send in some questions. My idea for this podcast and why it's taken a minute to get it all together is I wanted to make it interactive. And I don't have the ability to accept live phone calls uh, with my current setup, just sitting here at uh, my desk, my laptop. But a lot of people wrote in some questions. So I want to get into those questions I've been working with some people, exchanging messages back and forth for, for months. There's, you know, there's a young man who struggled with drug addiction and, and he's trying to figure out his life and go through all his steps. So I want to welcome those kind of questions here. Please, you know, send them to my Facebook page and I'll try to get them into the next episode and work it all in as seamlessly as possible. So here we go. The first question is, it has been a very sad week. Two people I know died. What kind of yoga would help me relax and clear my mind? Does meditation work for the mind? Yes. First, I'm very sorry for your loss. I know death is a really hard thing. I lost my mom 10 years ago, and uh, it's tough. That, you know, there's a real hole in my heart that's probably never going to go away. I wish she were here for my children. But, you know, God has other plans and, and it was her time. So for you, to answer your question, yes. I mean, the whole foundation of yoga is connecting breath to movement, right? That in itself is going to relax and calm your mind. In terms of types of yoga, kundalini comes to mind because it really focuses on the breath. I love hatha. I think that's a great kind of introductory level if you haven't done any yoga. And of course, meditation, like yoga will help prepare your body and mind for deeper meditation. Go find whatever yoga you can where you live, try it out, go to a beginner class, and if nothing else, just connect the breath to the movement. Okay, next question. Dear SG, I guess that's me. How do I apply witness consciousness to a relationship so I can see it for what it is? And then this particular person um, went very in-depth. It's, it's too much to repeat it all here about their relationship. They feel stuck. They're on a roller coaster of emotions and ready to move on. That's interesting because it's very similar to what I wrote in the book. How do I do this and start to heal? Well, in reading everything that, that you sent me, I know that you're doing 95% of the work, you're getting 5% back. And the good news is that you've already become conscious of what's going on. You know that you're not getting what you need from the relationship. You know that he's not going to change and you're lucky to get 5%. And so the great news is you've, you've already done it. You've succeeded with your witness consciousness. You know exactly what you need to do to get off that roller coaster and to have some uh, control and autonomy and start manifesting what it is you want in your life and get that relationship that you want and that you deserve. So good work for doing what you've done. Now you just got to take that next step. And this one here, it's, it's not really a question more. Uh, a couple people just shared really heartfelt stories, but this was a, a, about a woman who helped someone get a job 
They said it was 33 years ago, and that person wanted to let them know how thankful that they were and what a positive impact that that kindness that they did for them 33 years ago. They got this, it sounds like it was a small town, like a nice kind of union job, and that they have since been able to retire early and have great benefits and savings and travel. I just know for me personally, if someone came back to me today and I did a kindness to them 33 years ago and it had a positive effect on their life, if they wanted to come back and tell me that, that, I mean, there's nothing better. That would just, that would fulfill my heart and soul. So uh, I thought that was a really nice story to share. This next one is about a woman who had to leave an abusive marriage with two young girls. She survived being raped. She had resulting PTSD and she's battled cancer, yet she still hasn't lost her faith and she focuses on her family and the positive. So that, you know, to me, that's the essence of being a spiritual gangster right there. Search for truth. You, you found that truth. You endured all of this pain. I'm really sorry for everything that you've had to endure. But the positive is where you are now in life. You're a very strong person and you've overcome all of these obstacles. And yet you still haven't lost your faith and you're still positive and you still show up for your family. So I think that's huge. The last story that I wanted to share, this particular woman has survivor guilt. Her mom passed away in a hurricane and didn't want to be evacuated. She also shared a story where she helped a man who was having a heart attack and they called 911 and it was taking a long time for them to get there and nobody else was doing anything. And she helped this man. She held this man. She was just there for him as he was passing and to me, you're a hero in that moment. You showed up, you helped this man with his transition. That's what heroes do. They, you know, they give of themselves and you really help this man. So this very heroic act, as for your survivor guilt, you shouldn't have it. You respected your mom's wishes. I understand the guilt. I would probably feel that way too. And then in closing, you did ask the question that, that you're in therapy now. Do you think it's wise to verbally relive it? I think that's part of the healing process. So uh, I do believe in therapy. I think it's good. It helps you become conscious of what you're feeling and it helps get it out of your body. It gets it out on the table. And the next step is then to release it and let it go. Thank you all for those questions and stories. I did want to share uh, a nice little story. So we were at the vet. It was about 10 days ago. And for those of you who don't know, I, I have a 90-pound golden who is now blind and he got a, a fatty tumor that was growing and it needed to be removed. My girls insisted on going to the vet with me. Their favorite show is Doc McStuffin. So of course they both want to be vets. And it was just really sweet. You know, Blue uh, needs some help navigating, getting around, can't see. So it was really sweet to see my, you know, two and four year old daughters navigating him into the vet and handing him off and uh, letting him go in the back to, to do his surgery. And it just, it just humbled me and was one of those defining moments that really made me proud and believe in what I'm doing and the sacrifices that I'm making for them. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just filing that one away, the, the connection between, you know, the kids and, and their dog is, is pretty amazing. Okay, so beyond that, I, uh, I want to ask you guys to 
continue to uh, send your questions. I want to get into some more questions for the next podcast. Again, thank you very much for coming here. If you need a, a Bailey Chase fix in the meantime, feel free to, to check out Shoelaces for Christmas or pick up the book if you haven't read it already. They're all here uh, right, right in time for the holidays. So um, lots of love and thank you again for coming in. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Bailey Chase Search for Truth. So don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to breathe Rural life is here No 11th hour reprieve So don't forget to breathe